On the 18th day of the month of December, in a late year of a decade past its prime, Clickbait suddenly encountered a deadly threat to its very existence, and this terrifying enemy surfaced, as such enemies often do, in the seemingly most innocent and unlikely of places. This podcast. Hi! Uh, this is Destroy All Clickbait. I'm Adam, with me is Ing, and uh, Hi. this year, uh, this year uh, and also this week, we have two, uh, two guest hosts, uh, Spear Havok and Vampiric Yoda, uh, our two Twitter pals. Say hi, Hello. folks. Hello. This is Yoda. Hello. Uh, this is yes. Philip. I, uh, I, Avik. I, I actually don't know how to pronounce that other name, so. <gasps> he used his real Just name! Fine. Yes, it's Phil. Yes. My co-host on What Mad Universe. Check it out. Anyway. Um, yeah, I like no, it. Uh, Avi is a bit busy. <laughs> why, why not check it out, maybe? Um, Avi is uh, a little busy uh, with some uh, uh, school-related stuff, so we're uh, going uh, with uh, another li- guest lineup this week. So, so oh. we had to bring in two people to equal one Avi. That that sounds about right. Yeah, yes. I'll agree yeah, to that. Yeah. We've got a, a packed house full of uh, a real peanut gallery going uh, today. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so um, okay, so let's ju- let's go to uh, let's do the Sonic poster. Um, no, 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 no. First of all, we have to do an update. One of our last big stories for there were, of course, cow big. Cow. Perhaps cow too big. Knickers the cow, very big. Indeed. Knickers Australian, big cow. Indeed. The Washington Post, however, felt the need to publish the article saying, Knickers cow big? No. False news. (laughs) Knickers cow big? Lies. They actually used the word lies, which drove some people nuts. Where it's like, really? This is the subject you're going to actually make a moral judgment on? And the crux of the argument is... was, one, Knickers cow big, yes, but cow Knickers cow posed next to short cows to make Knickers cow appear bigger than Knickers cow big is. Also, Knickers cow steer. As if that was a fucking smoking gun and not just the conventional language that, yes, that is a moo cow. Yes, that's how we call them. We all refer. What is if cows only relate to the females? What is the name for the species of animal exactly? Cattle. No, but that's a plural. What would you call? Hey, you wouldn't say, "Hey, there's a cattle over there," right? I mean, yeah, you could, but you generally say cow. Exactly. Oh, uh, what was so, that? Um, that's what, what I was, was that animated movie that had male cow, like male. Uh, yeah. Oh, barnyard um, something. The barnyard. Yeah, they had udders. Obviously, it, over the obviously rain. it was Animal Farm. <laughs> yes. It was. Yeah, it was called Barnyard Antics or something like that. And yes, the the male cow has a big udder because that's funny, not because it's striving for scientific realism. But uh, yeah, it's <laughs> the. The, ca- the 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 article, yeah, and it was, I'd like to point out, a Canadian cow that trumped the Australian Yay. cow. Yay. Yay. So that clearly oh, shows... Oh, apparently it was just called Barnyard, so... Just Barnyard. The it's boot. like, what? Yeah, I mean, it took a bit, like, 
hours, days even, away at the brainstorming retreat, but clinched it. <laughs> we stayed up all night, but it was worth every penny. And then, and then it went on to make, to break box office records, as we all know. Spawn oh, yeah. a million sequels, spin-off series. Yeah. I'm sorry, I, because I'm using DuckDuckGo now instead of normal Google, I get some odd results there, and one of that includes... The third result was to a website called democraticunderground.com, a just forum topic called Disturbing Cartoon that has exposed cow udders. <laughs> Shocking. Oh, wonderful. It's one of the few things in life that's never going to get censored, the cow udders. So also, all the- although Going Tumblr, you never know. The, um, the idea of all of the, the big cow with the smaller cows... It just remind it mm-hmm. gave me the mental image because I've been watching this documentary series about Andre the Giant and the stuff they do to him in pro wrestling and how and he of course notably had massive udders very much so <laughs> but no um just they used to pose him with wrestlers that looked big but were actually physically short sort of like Sylvester <laughs> like Sylvester Stallone is jacked but he's only like five right. six or something so they used to do <laughs> okay. that to him in ref. In photos all the time. So this is obviously the Andre the Giant of cows. Right, but I should also point out, it's not like they were being overly deceptive, because in at least one of those photos is also a farmer of presumably average height standing next to Nickers and the other non-Nickers cow. So that there is a human there for scale. They're not, like, putting in... Fucking teacup poodles of cows trying to trick you. <laughs> what if the farmer is in fact a little person and they didn't tell you that? Yes, the the farmer was previously Australia's premier jockey, who of course invested all of his winnings into cattle farming. As you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so the cows, and as somebody pointed, I, the, one of my favorite tweets during all that was just, "Well, I really hope the internet for the rest of 2018 is just." successively larger cows being revealed uh, throughout the world, which is... Right, and the other reason why Nickers was a goddamn fraud and liar is that Canada immediately came out saying, we got a bigger cow. Yep. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's us Canadians, you know us. We gotta charge in and, you know, outshine everyone all the time. We're, we're known for that. <laughs> for our fiercely competitive nature when it comes to Farm animals, especially. For your great agrarian hubris. <laughs> well, I mean, if the cow had a ho- hockey mask and a hockey stick, then we could talk. Yeah. Well, then he'd... That, that would, it'd be impossible to get anything by him. <laughs> That'd be one hell of a goalie, that cow. <laughs> yeah, no, the story would be, this cow is big and also professional goalie. <laughs> There's nothing in the rule books that says a cow can't play hockey. <laughs> This is the best sequel to Mighty Ducks ever. Mighty Ducks 4, Cow Big and on Ice. It obviously ends when they have a genetically engineered duck that's bigger than the cow. And they just battle on the ice, kaiju style. No, no, no. Okay, it's a movie where someone finds out, due to some happenstance, that this cow is very good at being a goalie. And it's also a big cow. So, of course, it's the thing, oh, world's largest cow is also a professional ice hockey goalie. Because there ain't no rule that says that a giant cow cannot be a goalie. (laughs) 
The goal but, has Yeah. But but hear me out. Okay. The climax of the film at the championships, the other team reveals that they have a bigger cow as a goal. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Olympic hockey team, it's the Australians versus the Canadians. Do the Australians have a hockey they, team? The, I don't know. Bro. And, and then um they do. I they they get to the Olympics for name. the first time because of their giant cow. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like cool so then, runnings, of course, but with uh, Gretzky. Yeah, and then Moo Gretzky, the cow, is all like, "Oh no, I'm not special anymore. I'm not the biggest cow, <laughs> and I'm not the only cow playing hockey." And then the team has to like psych them up. They're just like, "No, you're still special." You're still important and special, even though you're not the biggest cow or the only hockey-playing cow. Hmm. And then they lose anyway, because in, right. like, just a curveball, it's a rocky one. Right. <laughs> Good. And then they all, like, comfort uh, Gretzky and say, no, you're still the best, we love you. And then the manager says, horse hockey, that cow's going straight to the butcher shop. <laughs> And it ends on a real downer. Yeah, with the rest of the team, with no the rest of the team the eating cow. burgers. Because, because twist, the manager is the farmer from Charlotte's Web, and since they didn't win the championships, it doesn't matter that this is a giant, amazing cow. It's going to slaughter. I do enjoy that that uh, the Charlotte's Web farmer is now slowly becoming a recurring character in these podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> History's greatest monster, the farmer from Charlotte Webb. The ma- the man who believes, who's amazed by animals, but they have to be good enough or else, pff, that's it, right to the butcher shop. Who's amazed by animals, but will still eat them. Uh, speaking of cows, Did does you... anybody remember uh, Kung Pao Enter the Fist? Yes. I do. Uh, for those who don't know, it was a, yes. um, uh, they took a, uh, uh, old Asian uh, like martial arts movie, kung yeah. fu movie, and dubbed over the voices and digitally inserted a white guy as the main character as right. a comedy thing. Yeah, they did a face replace uh, yeah. thing. Basically, and there's a yeah. uh, there's a scene where Steve. he fights a CGI cow. Mm-hmm. And I just saw the trailer for it the other week because they're playing it at Bad Movie Night next month, and uh, yeah, that CGI does not hold up. <laughs> it it's, is it's not just, a bad were, movie. It is entertainingly it's, stupid. Fair enough. There's one or two legitimately good gags in that movie, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, the cow, the, the cow shoots its its milk out of its udders, and uh, the guy does a yeah. Matrix, you know, Neo yeah. 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 dodge it's, thing. That probably hasn't aged well. When I was in college, that was the movie my roommate loved the most, and we watched all the time. Oh, God. I, it's not that good. I, yeah, I, I, saw, I remember I, seeing it in theaters when it came out, so... Yeah. To this, it's to, essentially a to this what's day, up, Tiger Lily. Yeah. With a... to this day, you if you say swinging the chain right, I will crack up. All right, moving on. Uh, so the other uh, bit of clickbait from a while back now, because we did miss a show, uh, show was the uh, the Mars mission one, um, which <laughs> had okay. So the headline of this was Mars missions may be all female to avoid astronauts having sex during one point. Oh, I also journey. have to. I also have to stop. This is a complaint we got. We do need to standardize the introduction, say where the thing is from, who it is by, and then the title. Okay. Just to make it clear. Yeah. So this is... So this is from the Express Tribune. 
Um, yes. It was a, one written by... It's credited to, quote, news desk, unquote. Yes, it, perhaps the best comedic irony, we picked one article <laughs> where this complaint would not actually apply. <laughs> It was vomited up. It's true clickbait because it was vomited up onto the web with no author. It was plucked out of the human Jungian collective consciousness and put on the web. Anyway, so the uh, headline is Mars missions may be all female to avoid astronauts having sex during 1.5 year journey, which led to a lot of um, online, of course. This is one of those stories where the phrase, okay, a few things comes to mind. <laughs> yeah. Why Why is this a concern? Yes. Like, I get why, okay, you would not want someone getting pregnant while you're sending them to Mars, but yes. it's not like that's an unsolved problem. Right. Well, that was, that was the thing, because I had a few people comment on, they said, look, the real problem they're trying to deal with is they don't want anyone getting pregnant on a mission to Mars. Um, and then that got spun into, oh, they want to avoid people having sex, and people were like, uh, wait a minute. So, as often seems to be the case with science reporting, uh, you'll hear, you know, the, the reporters will make it sound stupider than what the actual scientists were saying at the time. Uh, that, that's been a frequent uh, issue with science reporting, unfortunately. They, you often get very sensationalistic science reporting on something that actually makes sense when you actually delve into it. Um, in this case... What I like about this headline is the specifically all-female, because technically you should need only uh, some configuration of uh, genders and external and internal genitalia where reproduction is not possible. But by phrasing this as all-females, it's like saying, well, yeah, we can't have all-men, because the second we close that shuttle bay, it's gonna be just... <laughs> fucking Sodom and Gomorrah in space. Well, there. I mean, that's def that, that's what Why do you think we made the Apollo spacesuit so burdensome to put on or off because we could not trust Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin to keep their hands off each other. The minute you get into space, the just the adrenaline causes the mo male yep. hormones to raise. Yes. And it is just straight boners from there until touchdown. So you guys remember the bit uh, that somebody did with a had the model or whatever where they were, f um, the two the people were fucking on the top of the pyramid. What? Yes. Okay, so you guys aren't familiar with that. Um, no. Yeah, somebody. How is that even possible? A, um, yeah, on top of the pyramid of Giza, two people fucked. What? How? How? I'll have, I'll have to look it up. I'll send it to you guys later. Anatomically, but my point is, I, was I thought you guys would be familiar with that already. Because the point I was making is, no. obviously, if the spacesuits weren't a problem, those two guys would have been doing that on the moon. Yeah. <laughs> doing it I mean, that's the why the uh, the Apollo 11 blew up on the mat there. They couldn't <laughs> even focus enough to get launched before they just started, you know, clothes went flying... And immediately just the friction from just pounding it ignited the helium tanks, and there you go. Astronauts do get laid a lot, it's true. Yeah. It sets a certain expectation up that they have to maintain. <laughs> no, it's not even a matter of do they get laid a lot. It's that, look, once that rocket launched, 
Unless there is some way to stop them, the astronauts will start fucking. Wait. It is like the siren's call. Unless we tie Ulysses to the mast, we are going to have a problem because it is irresistible. Once you shoot that rocket up, the it, metaphor is too overwhelming. Right. For most it's one of the it's one of the lesser known hurdles to colonizing space. But uh, there's a big one. One the cosmic radiation. Two, solar winds. Three, inevitability of fucking. That combined with the radiate with the uh, cosmic radiation could result in some weird monster things. Yeah. Yeah. Get some. This is how you get Fantastic Force. <laughs> this is how you get Life Force. <laughs> I mean, I'm not Space against Horny. <laughs> no, uh, Adam, did you say life form or life force? No, life force. The movie Life Force. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. Which is about a fucky vampire from space, as I understand it. Um, yes, which is about they find space vampires and. Yes. It does turn people into, like, irresistibly horny vampires. Exactly. This is also not a porn, I have to clarify. <laughs> this is an ostensibly. A serious movie for grown-up adult people. Isn't... That you are to presumably have watched at one point with your pants on in a public theater. That we want to clarify that this is, you know... This isn't no astronaut movie. <laughs> I think uh, horny I mean, vampires are a little It's even there redundant. in the name! No, no, but I mean, literally, that... The same joke that I made about astronauts, that they could not stop themselves from having sex. The vampires do that. Yeah. Like, the climactic scene has a person wading through... It's like, since it takes place in England, some state building, which is the epicenter of it, and literally just (laughs) wading through an orgy of bodies all over this public building to kill the main vampire. I actually have not seen that movie, so I didn't realize it actually pushed it that far. I could have swapped out species as well for essentially the same joke. This sounds a lot Um, like the Cronenberg movie Slithers. (laughs) (laughs) Or Shivers, I can't, I keep confusing. It is in some ways. Shivers. Shivers, yeah. Yeah. It's about a sex virus thing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, exactly. An alien (laughs) sex virus, a.k.a. it came from within, or they came from within. Yes, the other the the first true Cronenberg movie that had all the stuff we associate with Cronenberg, uh, plus some yes. other stuff. It was very creepy. We're, it's very it's it's funny how many when you think about it how many space fuck movies there are really. Well, that one <laughs> I think it was a uh, genetically engineered creature that went loose or something. Yeah, <laughs> like for example, a genetically There's... engineered giant cow. Nobody, nobody fuck the cow. Nobody even talk about fucking the cow. I don't want to hear that. You just open the Pandora's box there. If we send astronauts up there with that cow, there will not be a single T on that utter unsettled. Oh my god. (laughs) You can always trust Ing to go there. It will look like the montage scene of Rocky training when he's on the speed bag. Only instead of a speed bag, it's an udder. And instead of boxing gloves, it will be astronaut dicks. It's the Horrified silence. This is why NASA spends so much money on things. Spent two million dollars developing a pen. It's not so it could write in space. It's developing a pen that it is impossible to have sex with. 
<laughs> oh, I'm sure somebody could find a way. Like, sex proof. Unlike Everything our... needs to be sex proofed on the space shuttle. <laughs> Unlo- it's like dealing with incredibly inappropriately erotic toddlers. Like how toddlers will put anything in their mouth if they can fit it in, the astronauts will put anything into any hole if they can fit it in. Oh, um, God. This is just science. How did you... How did we get to this pass? How? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Max! I feel... I feel like a one. <laughs> yeah. Let's move on, but this will inevitably come up again at our, uh... At our, uh... Uh, war crimes tribunal, I'm sure. Um, anyway, yes. <laughs> so, the Russian robot. You want to do the Russian robot? There was a Ru- yeah. You know what? Fuck it. Let's just tie everything to Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that got me good. <laughs> it's true. Ru- there, Ru- Rocky Four features both a robot and a Russian. But, yeah, this wasn't planned, but somehow we could tie every story to Rocky. Let's see if we can keep this combo streak going. <laughs> Technically, we should have done it, yes. But in this case, the... Uh, okay, so the clickbait here is from um, the uh, LBC, which is Leading Britain's Conversation. Okay, anyway, uh, it's a news website that is British. The uh, article is... <laughs> Once again, uh, who is the credited author of this? Again, there is no actual credited author to this one that I can see. Maybe and the, the article robot is wrote it. Russia's... <laughs> oh, it, it may very well have been written by a robot. Except, why would the robots want to uh, undercut themselves like this? It says, uh, Russia's state-of-the-art robot exposed as man in costume. No problem. And it is a... Yeah, so basically the Russians came out and said... Hey, look at how cool our Boris the Dancing Singing Robot, who was at a technology forum, uh, who supposedly could dance and uh, talked about how it wants to get into the arts and musical composition, uh, but they found out that the uh, guy, it was a guy in a robot suit the whole time. Um, Did they get the idea from is, as big, a big guy in Rusty the Boy Robot? <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> And or this is like the stupidest version of that. This is like the conversation we were having about how C-3PO was revealed to be a, a man in a robot suit because he was a robot. It wasn't that he was a robot with a human skeleton. That's what it was. Um, he was a reverse Terminator, basically. Dear God, that's the most horrifying thing. <laughs> I can't imagine just that somehow, like while Chewie's preparing C-3PO, he like shakes the skull. Uh, 3PO's head, it opens the faceplate and just a human skull falls out like he's a fucking Cyberman. Oh, a skull with flesh. It's alive. I said, Like I say, it's a, oh, good. he's a reverse... Now, to be clear, this skull with flesh is not 3PO. This is a separate entity that is just trapped in 3PO's body as an unwilling passenger. Anakin, what the fuck? 3PO is basically a walking... To- is basically a walking ambulatory... Uh, a torture coffin for this being. And, well, and it you is Darth see, Vader. Anna, look, even in episode one, Anakin was really fucked up. Yeah, he was. We should have seen the signs, really, that he was imprisoning people inside robots. See, this was a cut scene in episode one. It would have had that uh, Greedo, a young Greedo, would have bullied Anakin. 
and Anakin, as revenge, killed Greedo's father and shoved him into 3PO. I thought we agreed that the skeleton was still alive. Right. Well, and then it was human. yes, but he temporarily, you know, uh, killed it in the sense that this guy disappeared and is presumed to be legally dead. <laughs> and he was medically dead for 23 minutes until Anakin brought him back a la a Frankenstein. Good grief. <laughs> and once you know again, it's got that's not even the weirdest dark. thing in the Star Wars canon, so I'll accept it. <laughs> not by no, a long Werner shot. No, Werner Herzog's gonna be in a Star Wars movie, well, so yes. wait, not what? even the weirdest thing. Oh, did yeah, you not Werner hear about Herzog's this? Yeah, Herzog's gonna be in Star Wars. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Now, sorry, is he going to be in it, or is he going to direct it? Because uh, I've heard it No, he's going to be in it. I think he's being an, an actor. Oh, okay. Well, uh, there you go. He was in the first Why? Jack Reacher movie. Yeah, I know. In Jack Reacher, he's kind of, um, he's he like, he plays a cynical person who, you know, is sort of the dark side of humanity. It's like, you know, if he's going to be an actor, that's not a crazy role to be in, compared to appearing on Rick and Morty and some of the other places he should, Parks and Recreation. And then he shows up on, and now he's going to be in Star Wars, which is the last place I would ever expect Werner Herzog to be. Yeah, I yeah. saw someone joking that uh, Werner Herzog, Herzog is going to be just filming, like, playing himself in the Star Wars universe, filming a documentary about the, you know, environmental destruction on Endor or whatever. I, okay, I joked, but I made it up this Star Wars character that I really want to do in a thing that would be Werzog the Hut. That would be uh that would be a hut documentarian and just would be very clearly of a hut based on Werner Herzog. Well So back well, to the robot. It, the, it's no Okay. No, I just want to How say How did this. we get off topic for such a bonkers story that the Russians made a fake dancing robot? <laughs> because Star Wars. Anyway, uh okay, yes. No, it it was um what I found kind of interesting about that is it's it's like well those Russians and they're like it's being reported on like it's the Cold War still and we have to yeah. like undercut the idea that Russians can be technologically superior to us and I'm like how is this that different actually from like ninety percent of what Silicon Valley does most of the time you know they're constantly yeah the, uh, I just I the actual... just realized Russian bot God <laughs> oh yes it's literally a Russian bot. Yes, he dances, sings, and posts racist things on Twitter. <laughs> you see, when they said Russian bots influenced the election, I did not expect it to be this. <laughs> they danced so entertainingly that we all had to vote for a fascist, I guess. Now, I now that it is discovered, the broadcast uh, interviewed a journalist. I'm sorry, I can't be more specific. The story is that vague. Yeah. Who insisted that the costume they presumed would be something like Santa Claus that, like, children would think for real, but no one would take them seriously. Yeah, which <laughs> I question. But, yes, it is a weirdly uh, vague article that doesn't... It's like three, you know, it's the equivalent of, you know, two paragraphs. I mean, it's several paragraphs, but they're like one-sentence paragraphs. And, uh, yeah, it's it's... It's. It kind of feels like they tried to make it blow it up into a controversy that wasn't one in some ways. It does actually amuse me that, with a few changes, this would be a really good design for a modern Cyberman from Doctor Who. Oh, yeah. Which, of course, you could then also just do the story directly, but then the revelation there's really a person inside. Yeah. But that be played for horror rather than scandal. Yeah. <laughs> 
And he's saved That's with the right. power of love. Much like a 3PO, yes. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, Moffat's not fueled by the power of love, much in the same way your Mazda is fueled by the power of gasoline. <laughs> the power of flesh is what powers him, because yes. he has a flesh skeleton, as we've established. What's that blinking blue light? Does that indicate he's connected to Wi-Fi? No, that indicates he's screaming. <laughs> <laughs> it never stops. That's why we didn't give this robot a mouth. We gave him a mouth, but it's permanently a little smiley mouth. <laughs> horror. My life is horror. Why was I programmed to feel pain? If I sound chipper about this, I assure you, this is merely my default voice. I'm actually quite depressed. <laughs> yes. That was a gaming reference I actually understood. I didn't. I'm actually I'm picturing oh, wow. the scene from the Robocop remake. Where he's just like, shut it down! And he starts screaming and crying. I'm sorry, I'm imagining the one from Robocop 2 now, since we were talking about robots with skeletons trapped inside of them. That's right! Where the the attempted second Robocop Uh uh, tears its head off to reveal a skull and then shoots itself in the head. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I love how Robocop, uh, non-functional... Repro- replacement or prototypes like the ED-209, they're always dragged out uh, to perform, and that's when they go horrifically wrong. It's never in the lab. <laughs> it's always like right as they're rolling it out to show to people. Okay, but to be happen. fair... Yeah. Okay, this might make sense, though, because if they perform poorly in the lab, they wouldn't get to a place where they could be shown off. <laughs> like, you don't take the... Com- the robot that just, like, immediately shits its own engine block out. You take the one that does seemingly work. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's so bad that it was immediately driven to commit suicide, and yet somehow that never came up in the lab at any point. I think... Okay, but to be fair, in that... No, no, in that movie, that was in the lab. That wasn't them going, and now, Robotop... Robocop... The second, I'm a monster! And he kills himself at the press conference. No, that was the lab of them trying to make another Robocop and it not going well. Well, I thought I remembered that scene being like, maybe, like it was internally, it wasn't the press conference, but I thought I remembered that scene being like, they made it with a big fanfare and it walked out and killed itself. But maybe I'm misremembering, I don't know. But yes, there's like three or four Robocop 2s. That would be a fucking baller move for someone who's like, wakes up as the Robocop, decides that they want to kill themselves, but they're gonna specifically fuck over some executive, so they pretend that they're mentally sound there until they can get onto stage and then do it. Yep, exactly. And there's, yeah. Well, I mean, the ED-209 destroy. uh, uh, with with live ammo, definitely didn't uh, play out as well as it could have. So there's that. Um. <clears throat> what? Now, what's worse with that demonstration is that it was armed with blanks. It was just really powerful guns. Blanks can still kill you, people. Important gun safety. Okay. Thank Our sponsor you. this week is the NRA. Um. <laughs> Don't use blanks. Use real bullets for safety. <laughs> Even a blank could potentially kill someone it fired the right way. That's why I keep 12 guns in the house in case some sort of maniac tries to bring blanks in. <laughs> bring bullets to shoot the blanks with. <laughs> that does sound like them. Anyway, so uh, another 
bizarre and short article that's here uh, is um, the Irish article from the Irish Post. Uh, this one actually has an author. It's Gerard Donaghy. And uh, the article is, the headline is, Irish woman who married ghost of 300-year-old pirate says they have split up. Which... Now, the real question is, would the husband get Aramuni? <laughs> oh my god. No. <laughs> this podcast is over. This is the end of the podcast. Aramuni. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but goes, people have pointed out this is literally a Star Trek The Next Generation episode. Yeah. Holy oh shit, God, it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Unfucking Dr. Crusher started fucking a ghost that was haunting a yep. candle yes. that had previously had sex with every female member of her family, including most recently her grandmother. Yes, I know. Yeah. That has to be uh, either really... season one or season seven. It's seven. It's season it seven. It is season okay. seven. Yes. <laughs> and what's hilarious about that is looking at it now, I realize that's really a Doctor Who plot, not a <laughs> yeah, not a tra- Star Trek plot. Oh, don't do Doctor uh, Who dirty like that. I'm gonna like look that. that up when this stream is over. It might be on YouTube <laughs> because what the fuck? Okay, no correction. That's a Torchwood plot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair. Oh god, I forgot about Torchwood. Oh, Captain I Jack. That was a thing. Captain Jack. <laughs> Wait a minute. Was Captain divorce- Jack an astronaut? And that's why he wants to yes! fuck everything. <laughs> that you are correct. He's an he's a World War II era fighter pilot slash astronaut. That explains everything. everything. <laughs> and they didn't give him one of those big spacesuits. He wasn't protected. He's an astronaut. <laughs> He's a... Ghost pirates want to fuck everyone. Astronauts want to fuck everyone. It's a riddle. The, the, the golden age of piracy, the pirates were wealthy enough from plunder and booty to have their own space program is a little reported <laughs> historical fact. They would launch up rockets made of the finest wood and pitch tar... <laughs> In attempts to get to the moon to, and I quote there, lay sieged and pillage the moon men. <laughs> and of course failed for all the obvious reasons. <laughs> they were instantly turned into ghosts, but then they became yes. 40 space ghost pirates. So, who's who's writing this down? Never say the this? phrase horny space ghost because my mind went to a completely different space ghost. Well, yes. <laughs> There's the space ghost we all know and love. The split is another blow for Jack after he was purportedly executed for thieving on the high seas (laughs) in the 1700s. Adding insult to injury. I enjoy the fact that apparently there's no statute of limitations so that they say he was purportedly executed. The alleged pirate. He wouldn't want to be sued for slander. We're all, we have to, we don't know if his great, 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 great grandchildren will want to get Sue happy. Okay, this is a quote from, this is a quote from the uh, previous wife. I will explain all in due course, but for now, all I want to say is be very careful when dabbling in spirituality. It's not something to mess with. I actually really want to hear what her story is to explain that line, because there's no way that's not completely bug shit crazy. 
you might get fucked by a pirate if you dabble in spirituality. It's a very like, real danger. <laughs> this so, sounds like a the only thing I can the only thing I can extrapolate from that is she's saying yes, like contacting the dead, seances, all that work. It's completely legitimate, but don't mess with it because you might be catfished. <laughs> I thought I was marrying for love. He was just trying to get a green card to re-enter the land of the living. Oh my god. Wow. That's a horror movie premise for you. Honestly, that sounds like if you're going to make a sequel to Beetlejuice but not use Beetlejuice, that sounds like something that that setting would do. Guys, can I float a title? Okay. Rosemary's Anchor Baby. <laughs> I'm imagining like a Ouija board, but uh, it gives like text message, you know, like Netflix and chill. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, the, the Ouija board is we moving just the eggplant emoji. How did that Damn happen? it, I was just gonna say Wait. that, that we see the pinner shape just slide over to an eggplant emoji. Wait, guys, I got an, uh, let me float another uh, title real quick. Mail okay. order corpse bride. Oh, nice. That's a good one. <laughs> and the sequel to the Christian Mingle movie is really out there. <laughs> Wait, there was a Christian Mingle movie? Yes. Yes, there was. Yes. <laughs> okay, and it was Okay, about- Adam. I feel All like right. you and... need to start Kevin Sorbo though. <laughs> no, it Here is the plot synopsis. Okay. For the Christian Mingle movie. Yes. Produced by Christian Mingle as a tie-in, like, advertisement, whatever. A woman who is not Christian uh-huh. goes on Christian Mingle because she saw the commercials and how happy the people were, so she tried to uh, find love by going on Christian Mingle despite not being Christian, and thus has to fake at being a believer to attempt to woo her match. Uh-huh. That's the plot and of it. And it, of course, okay. converts That's her to Christianity. That's step forward with advertisement. That's seeming like saying, Christian Mingle, yeah, be cautious there, because people are liars, and even though we're Christian Mingle, there may be people just pretending. Okay. <laughs> so, boy, that's a very interesting way of marketing their product <laughs> by, by putting it in a movie about deception and... Uh, explaining that you know suggesting that it's all just to get laid uh, does she i am assuming she ends she converts to christianity and she's won over by her yes. wonderful yeah okay yes. fair enough i thought that that's a thing in it seems to be a thing in christian circles the what they call quote flirt to convert uh the idea that you can uh oh god i hadn't even thought of that i was just no that is a legitimate thing i've had yeah. that yeah, happen but you do you know, okay, here's where it gets really wild and what the fuck. You know what her job was? What? Ad executive. <laughs> and we have the, and someone in advertising <laughs> was swayed by the people in a commercial seeing happy to go so far as to catfish someone for Christian Minkle. <laughs> Congratulations, you played yourself. <laughs> that would be something if she, she was literally the ad agency who made Christian Mingle. <laughs> And she sold herself Folks. first on the on the idea of getting laid, and then she converted herself to Christianity. That's that sounds like 
Scott Adams level of self-deception, basically. Um, Folks, Jesus catfish. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's really good. Jesus fish. <laughs> oh! Yes. Now I want the Jesus fish just to say cat on it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I put that on my car. Mm-hmm. So wait, here's my, my other question, though. We have one other thing, though, before we, we move on to the next one. How do we tie okay. the ghost pirate into Rocky? Oh, right. Oh. We're supposed to do <laughs> Good that. Good question. All right, so we got to think. Um, the ghost oh. pirate. The ghost of Apollo Creed has swooped in and taken, taken the love of the living woman, thus bringing Carl Weathers back for Creed Three. Now, well, yeah, Stallone now did I'm, play a space captain in, in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. There we go. Right. So he was actually a space pirate. Right, you're <laughs> right. He was a space pirate. Has he ever played a ghost? Has Stallone ever played a ghost? I don't believe he has. Well, now we have to naturally assume that that character was indeed Rocky, whose career took an interesting path. After beating Ivan Drago. <laughs> yes. He, t- he spent a few years in space, then came back down to train Creed and never mentioned it. Which also explains where the robot came from and went. <laughs> oh my god, you're right! <laughs> oh yeah, I love the- In Creed, he doesn't know what the cloud is, but he gives his friend a robot a few yeah. years earlier. Okay, well, guys. To- to- okay, no, no, wait. Guys, what if it was an actual thing in the Rocky movie that that robot was just a guy in a costume? <laughs> <laughs> Which is really like, disturbing finally... because it gets reprogrammed from being a generic robot voice to being a sexy woman to seduce Burt Young. <laughs> so that poor, poor human being. Yes. And then, yeah, he, he's paid really well to go along with this just to basically robo-catfish Burt Young there. And then when finally Burt Young dies, just we get a whole, like, steam comes off from the seams as the suit opens up and a very disheveled and exhausted Warwick Davis comes out and, like, just goes up to Stallone and said, Okay, pay me. <laughs> okay, guys. We did it. Before we go, you have no idea how much overtime I earned from this. <laughs> Before we go into the next one, yes. I googled Sylvester Stallone ghost to see if he ever played a ghost, okay. and I'm about to drop this into the Discord. Okay. Oh my God. Sylvester Stallone wanted Apollo Creed to appear as a ghost in yeah. Creed Two. Oh uh, my yes. God! It does work. <laughs> I was making... I was about to say I was grossly disappointed that in none of the Creed movies Apollo Creed doesn't show up as a fucking force ghost. <laughs> well, apparently he was going to. Yeah, uh, I haven't seen Creed the... 2 yet. Now I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> yeah, inevitably. Apparently the director straight up said, "Stallone, no, I am Lucasing you." <laughs> what? Basically, wait—is you know, that fact- the term he used? No, that—that—that's that was my oh. term. I wish that was the term, <laughs> because of but what? The, in the Creed movie, Stallone only had very limited creative control. Okay. Um, the directors were the ones that that did it. So apparently, they filmed a handful of things for Creed Two that uh-huh. um, were just or to appease. Yeah, were to appease him. Including, apparently, there was a filmed brawl between Drago and Rocky in a hospital. 
Okay. That didn't get into the movie, and I'm okay. really looking forward to the DVD for that. Okay. Is is Creed 2 worth watching? It is a good movie. I, yes. I heard kind of mixed things. I mean, Creed was really good, but I figured this was good. Creed 2 is very predictable. You kind of know every beat the movie's going to do. <laughs> Up until the end, where Drago and Rocky are, of course, fighting in the... Uh, industrial factory, and it looks like Drago's gonna kill Rocky, but the robot jumps on Drago's back and pulls him down with him into the molten uh, lava and says in a sexy woman voice, I understand now why you cry. And then right at the end, he takes the helmet off, and it's been Burt Young all along. Yeah. <laughs> well, now I gotta see it. So it truly hey, is the Rocky machine. Four of the, the, the franchise. Yeah. No, you no. Know, then he removes the, the head. Is, is the skeleton then... of um, Mickey? <laughs> oh, I was gonna say he removes the head, and what is there? The skeleton of Apollo Creed. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! There was a good chance that we basically could have had a scenario where, in the Creed movies, technically, if they brought in Apollo Creed as a ghost, his son could pilot an Eva. <laughs> 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 or a or a Jaeger. Yeah. No, but remember the Jaegers are powered by uh the Evangelians are powered by ghosts. Okay. <laughs> so Yes. Well Michael B. Well, Jordan is... does like anime. Yeah. He does. This is this is the the jokes people were making about the Rocky sequels as they got into like number four and everyone's like, Yeah, and the next one Rocky's gonna fight aliens and Rocky's gonna blah blah blah. Like that was I remember that was the go to joke in like the late eighties about all the upcoming Rocky movies they were gonna make and how he was gonna get, you know, more and more fanciful and ridiculous, so You say that? But I still would have loved that, oh, especially if that... It would have been great. I, it made me go, oh, I kind of want to see these movies now. But it's, yeah, I would have fucking loved 70s, it if, like, actually. These... Um, I remember uh, the Canadian comedy show Wayne and Schuster had a uh, bit about uh, Rocky Five or something, and he's a really old man and coming back into the yeah. ring. And, it's, and, hey. Yeah, I mean, jeez. <laughs> That's what happened. He got old. <laughs> Like, they just keep going for more and more what the fuck until technically Mortal Kombat could be a Rocky sequel. (laughs) (laughs) That would be... Yes. But but I don't... Now, tell me, as stupid as that sound, you would not love to see Sylvester Stallone boxing a four-armed demon. Of course I would. Are you kidding? We may get it in another Guardians of the Galaxy movie now. It's theoretically possible. (laughs) He wasn't a big... He wasn't a big sci-fi guy during his heyday, but... We could watch. We can. We can now see him in the Marvel movies, in the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, Yoda, you know this. Is has there ever been get, given any explanation why the fuck that robot wasn't Rocky? He yeah. He was the present that Rocky bought for Polly. No, no, no. I mean, I know, like <laughs> where it came from, but why was it in Rocky? Like, <laughs> it was why suppo- was that idea? It was supposed used? to show how Rocky had more money than God. And was just blowing okay. it on dumb shit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's because everybody was See, on cocaine. <laughs> yeah, kinda. Yeah, also, I get it. in theory, I... I think they might have wanted to try to market the robot. Right. Yeah, it's one of these things where an executive was like, kids like the Star Wars. How can we get some Star Wars into that Rocky movie? <laughs> you know, it's that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's how that. Also, Rocky's friend wants to fuck the robot. <laughs> Rocky's friend is an astronaut now. <laughs> oh, uh, we're doing a better job at tying in the fucky astronauts. <laughs> As one does. That's like that's like when uh, when uh, Kevin Smith was always complaining about his script for Superman Returns, and they had to they had to put a sassy robot in there. <laughs> And the fucking oh, spiders. And a spider, yeah, exactly. That opened my eyes to how Hollywood works, and whenever there's something that's just totally incongruous element in a movie that makes no sense, it's because some executive was obsessed with getting it in there for some reason or another. Oh, that, I'm sorry, Yoda, a oh, second that, ago you, you read... said tying the astronauts? Yeah. That brings it in a oh, whole another in the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just meant tying in the fucking uh, astronaut uh, theory, but... No, no, I'm just saying it... Uh... God... Screw ancient astronauts. The new conspiracy theory is yeah. fucking astronauts. <laughs> yeah. They do screw ancient astronauts. They can. Oh god, no! You have, boys, you have to we're sit- going to go see the stone face of Mars and just absolutely <laughs> blast it. Oh my so, god! Actually, have you? Has anyone here besides me actually watched an- any episode of Ancient Astronauts? Uh, yes. Oh, you know yes, how the guy yes, pronounces actually. astronauts? Astronauts. Ast- fucky astronauts. Done. <laughs> is that the guy with the crazy hair? Yeah, and the, he, actually, the he, has a, yeah. he has a very heavy accent and usually pronounces it astronauts. <laughs> well, that's appropriate then. Yeah, <laughs> astronauts. <laughs> so, what's the next topic? Okay. Well, then there's one about Ebenezer Scrooge uh, and how he's. Uh, He's it, okay. So it, it's called "How Ebenezer Scrooge Got Rebranded as a Capitalist Hero" uh, in Time Magazine of all things by Brad. Time Magazine has actually been a repeat offender. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, it's it's got some, and I mean, it's by Brad Tuttle, by the way. This article, um, and the uh, it's it's um. It talks about now. This is one of these articles I think where they kind of said, "Wink, wink. Look at what a ridiculous concept this is." But seriously, though, don't you like this concept? Like it's one of those kind of things where they have plausible deniability about how ridiculous it is. Uh, but they're just, <laughs> but you know, they're trying to say, "Oh yeah, it's just a joke, just a joke. You wouldn't take this seriously." But it's trying to plant the idea that Ebenezer Scrooge is actually the hero and he's a great guy and you should. You should uh, admire Ebenezer Scrooge. Uh, was as it, written by Elon Musk. <laughs> More or less. <laughs> by, as written by some uh, capitalist bootlicker, anyway. Um, been, he's been warmly embraced by some free market pre- purists, is what the article says, uh, who hold up the old miser as an eb- emblem of shrewd, clear-eyed business savvy. I mean, these are the same people who thought a Gordon Gecko was the hero of Wall Street, so it's probably not surprising that they would do that to Ebenezer Scrooge, um, who was clearly not intended to be the hero of, of like Charles Dickens was not a capitalist, or at least he wasn't no, a not at all. Let's hear it for capitalism type of guy. I mean, I guess he wasn't a was he was he literally a socialist, or was he just a guy who knew capitalism was bad? I don't. I don't know if he was literally a socialist. I do know that he purposefully wrote his works to be anti-capitalist in media that the working class had easy access to. Yeah. So the theory. I mean, the theory goes that he was trying to like spark the flame. Yeah. I. I mean. I don't know. I mean, that was you. That was certainly a thing. You could be a socialist in the mid 18th century. It was a big. 
yeah. it was a big thing. Um, but I mean, it's it like and obviously, a Christmas Carol is you know. I think, doesn't he literally have a whole speech in the actual book? Not in any of the adaptations, of course. But he literally has him say, sort of, you know, the boss is the one who controls everyone's happiness, and it's up to them to be, you know, to to provide us with uh, <laughs> happiness or unhappiness, basically. Yeah. Uh, which actually isn't a very radical notion, but he's still at least acknowledging all the, the problems with uh, capitalism through that. Anyway. I believe, um, I believe so. <laughs> Scrooge is a self-made small business owner. He is undeniably a buzzkill around the holidays, but he also comes across as an altogether good businessman, an honest, responsible moneylender. I mean, I guess. Somebody who'd give you a fair deal on a mortgage. What? No, he wouldn't. <laughs> the whole point is that he... I mean, I guess they're going, well, he treats his employees like garbage, but he'd give you a good deal, which I guess is probably true. He's literally his defining trait is stinginess. Yeah, that's that's what he's known for. Um, his sins essentially consist of lacking generosity. No big deal, I guess. He may be a stingy, miserable old crank, but he's not a Christmas criminal in the League of the Grinch or the Thieves in Home Alone. What? <laughs> like, that's what it says. I would I would sooner trust the Grinch than yes. Ebenezer Scrooge. Well, they, I mean, it, it, he's true that the Grinch... See, the argument here, clearly, is that the Grinch does not respect individual property rights because the Grinch steals stuff, whereas Ebenezer Scrooge does not. He is stingy. They both have a change of heart, but the Grinch is actually going out and stealing people's Christmases uh, and is therefore more <coughs> easily typed by, I guess, Wall Street types as a villain. Um... He doesn't engage Despite in... that, you know, Scrooge was literally going, Ah, people, fuck the poor, they should die. Yeah. But that's not dishonesting. That's not a dishonest business practice. Which no, is, that's... Yeah, which is exactly the problem. The fact that that is... Uh... Except, I mean, except also in context, Ebenezer Scrooge was basically a slumlord. Right, exactly. So he was being dishonest in that. I yeah, didn't I'm know not Ebenezer even... Scrooge actually had a specific job. I always thought he was just banker or something. Uh, no banker. He was a just... landlord for a lot of the money. Yeah, that I did not know that. Would make that would make yeah, sense. And specifically, specifically an absentee one, <laughs> because his houses were like the absolute slums. Right. Because of course he would not pay to fix them up, and he wouldn't do any more than. But he charged. Necessary. Yeah, but he charged uh, outrageous right. uh, rent and interest on missed rent. So, in other words, yeah, so he'd give you a fair deal on a mortgage, apparently, <laughs> this one. But supposedly he's honest and responsible to this guy. But yeah, anyway, so you can see Scrooge's opponent of the community. A man whose money lending helps people bankroll homes and businesses. <laughs> By extension, the argument goes, Scrooge and his ilk were partly responsible for the Industrial Revolution, which boosted local and global wealth. I mean, the guy writing this article is very clearly... Well, again, he's giving it. Except by Dickens' view, it very much didn't. It increased squalor and sickness for people. Uh-huh. Like, no, that would be a point of fucking against him. <laughs> it's, it's, it's... Yeah, I mean, and again, it's... The article writer is like distancing themselves from it, but it's all it's all this sort of what do these champions of free enterprise have to say about uh, 
It's a Christmas Carol. <laughs> and they're all being... What they're saying is there are not enough ghosts in hell that could get me to part with my money. <laughs> More, exactly. I will stare Jacob Marley in the eye and walk backwards into hell before I part with one shilling! But uh-huh. guys, I think you're missing that we could switch over here to a new Ghostbusters sequel? Actually, there right. was uh, the just, Ghostbusters no, cartoon did do a Scrooge riff yes. in one episode. They did. Oh, they did, they did okay. an episode where they they went back in time and accidentally busted the the three ghosts before they went to Uncle Scrooge. <laughs> you know, and it I ruins Christmas in the future. That. Yeah, they ruined Christmas because Scrooge does not reform, so they have to go back and like fake the three ghosts, basically. I also Guys. I enjoyed that. Apparently, in the Ghostbusters universe, Charles Dickens was just writing nonfiction. Nonfiction. Yeah. Well, Sherlock Holmes shows up too, and he's a. It's a League of Extraordinary. But... Guys, yeah, go... I got a good idea. Yeah. Guys, I got a good idea for a Ghostbuster thing <laughs> yes. to tie into this, and rather than the Ghostbusters accidentally ghost the, uh, bust the ghosts of Christmas past and whatever, what if the Ghostbusters, like, offered a parole deal for three <laughs> ghosts who would play this role, and then they release the ghosts on some asshole? Right. <laughs> there you go. He who controls the ghosts controls the future. <laughs> But I think we are, before we move on to whatever the next topic is, if there's a next topic, we have to figure out how to tie well, Rocky into the, uh, the, the, well, the, uh, the ghosts. Uh, well, we've already established Apollo Creed is a ghost. Yeah. Uh, well, but I, no. I just think that it should have, you know, Sylvester Stallone show up in Scrooge's room and just start punching him like a punching bag until he gives, until he, you know, reforms. No, 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 no. Guys! Rock, Rocky is the, this, uh, no, no, is no. the Scrooge character. Yes, he gets visited. Now, I was about to say, this sounds like what the fuck casting, but hear me out on this. Sylvester Stallone cast in an adaptation of Christmas Carol as Jacob Marley. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Why Jacob Marley specifically? Because I can kind of see it. These are the chains I bore in life, and I forced them link by Yeah! Life. What, what is it about Marley specifically that makes you think? I don't Stallone? know. Because I just Marley got the is thing obviously there. buff from all of the the chains he carries. <laughs> yeah, we need a buff old man. <laughs> I just got this image of of uh, fucking Rocky Balboa as Jacob Marley tormenting this old man. <laughs> Can the old <laughs> man just be screaming. played by uh, oh, what's his name? Still, so, Schwarzenegger. Okay, that's a better idea and than I was just, going with. But yeah. And then just screaming at are him. Are there no workhouses? Are there no, are there no orphanages? But Mali, you did not do anything wrong. You were a good businessman. My God was my business! <laughs> just shouted in the same way that he did. I am the law! <laughs> oh, just the entire cast of the Expendables... An Expendables Christmas Carol! (laughs) Gently is Tiny Tim. Gently. Yes! Exactly. Dolph Lundgren is Cratchit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh! Oh god! Bahambug. You know, as much as I don't like him personally, Chuck Norris is the ghost of Christmas future. Oh, yeah, oh. absolutely. Well, he wouldn't talk oh, in that. Oh, God! 
Because <laughs> he is death. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yes. Wait, Mr. T has the ghost of Christmas present! Oh, that, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, that actually Come works! Come in, man, and know like, we better! In a non-ironic way. <laughs> I remember uh, Come in, man, the WKRP show... Uh, <laughs> Did a Christmas Carol episode, and they had uh, Venus Flytrap as the Ghost of Christmas present. Okay, guys. So I just, again, I just googled Scrooge while we're sitting here talking. Uh huh. Apparently, Ice Cube has been tapped to play Scrooge in a Christmas Carol. Nice. <laughs> hey, I'm there. Oh wait, the mi- it's the mirror putting this out, so it's probably bullshit. Oh boo. Oh. Okay. Oh, I'm upset. I would have well, seen way that. Well, to raise my hopes. <laughs> Who wouldn't watch that? But an all-rapper exactly. named Ice with Ice in their name uh, production of Christmas Carol. <laughs> Vanilla Ice, Ice Tea, Ice Cube. Uh, ice Tea is Marley, yeah. So who else? Yep. Vanilla Ice? Is he the ghost of Christmas obvious, Present? Obviously Snoop... Even though it doesn't fit, Snoop Dogg is the ghost of Christmas Present. Yeah. Oh my god! And Tupac can be Marley! <laughs> I mean, can be Jacob Marley! Oh god! Tu- oh god. Tupac... <laughs> Two, no, no, no. The ghost is constantly switching appearances between Tupac and Biggie in a way that Biggie. it seems like each of them are vying for control over the same being. No, fuck it. Two Marleys, <laughs> like in a Muppet like Christmas Muppet. Carol. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway. Okay, so Ebenezer Scrooge. All right, so there's one last... Also, just as an aside, the Muppet Christmas Carol, the Marley song is good enough. It actually makes me disappointed. It isn't canonical that there are two Marleys, so they can't just use that in every version. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway, but there's um, one more um, one more thing we got to talk about, and I think that's the, uh, the, the Sonic the Hedgehog poster that hit the internet uh, just recently. Which one? <laughs> Which one? There's well, two. there's two. Yes, there are two. There's a grim and gritty s- silhouetted uh, Sonic poster, and they, there's oh. one that, <laughs> and there's one that's sort of between his legs, and it's really disturbing. That's Quentin Tarantino Sonic a Hedgehog. <laughs> Honestly, his I'll legs say are this so much. far apart; it makes no I sense because it's showing off his feet. You see, I don't dislike what I'm seeing. But I think the Sonic movie is very much going to be what the Mario movie was for our generation. The Sonic yeah. movie is going to be for kids now. Like, yeah. gonna look okay, back so that. you mean a wonderful, underappreciated <laughs> treasure? Yes, yes I, I agree even go with there that. with Ing's love for the for the Mario Brothers movie. I did, I yes. just think that they're peop- that it's going to get panned, but the people that bother to watch it are going to go. That was weird, and I enjoyed it for its weirdness. I, just, I, th- I think, like Detective Pikachu, it's going to sit in that weird spot. What? You know what's... At- I I tweeted this. You know what's legitimately causing me anxiety every time I see it? What? That Sonic is apparently wearing sneakers with no socks. <laughs> well, does he have... You're doing extensive running, Sonic. You're going to get all... Sorts of foot rot. It's bad for your soul. <laughs> also, the other thing that I noticed with the sun, like he takes off that, and it's just going to be huge bulging hedgehog blisters on his heel. No, oh, you God. need socks, Sonic. Maybe also, we can have three ghosts visit Sonic and tell him to wear socks. Yeah, we need to There's save a big your soul. Between Sega and the movie producers. 
over Sonic's eyes. Yeah. Because apparently Sega was going hard on... No, Sonic has one big eye. And the director's like, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> no, because that would look absolutely uh, fucking horrifying. Yeah. Realistically rendered. Yes. Why does it have to be realistically rendered but, at all? Yeah, apparently there was a big argument between Sega... I don't know why, but... Yeah, we're not getting a realistic blue head, blue anthropomorphic hedgehog, so you can pretty much go I mean, nuts. we are, which is the weird thing. I still <laughs> think it's that... It's not real. We're getting the uncanny Kenny Valley hedgehog, is what we're getting. I still think that it's bizarre that in 2018 we're getting a Sonic movie, rather than <laughs> in, like, maybe 1996. Yeah. Okay, but it wouldn't be a Sonic thing if it wasn't, like, at least five years behind the zeitgeist. Mm -hmm. It's more like 20. And trying to play catch-up? That's true. Yeah. It's... I just hope that we get this, the hideous movie Sonic as DLC for Smash. Yeah. It, it's kind of... It, it seems like somehow the Garfield movie and the Marmaduke movie that kind of gave birth to that thing and they kept kind of looking around for what animated characters can we put into CGI movies with live action characters Oh, there's also and Rocky and Bullwinkle Yeah And Rocky Yogi Bear okay, but... Yogi Bear, yep yeah. So it's like, this. they're running out of that so they're going with Sonic the Hedgehog now because he does, and this is the thing about Sonic the Hedgehog, because he has been very popular in comics for decades, even after, like, I can't remember the last time I heard about a game, but he's, as a character in a games and in cartoons, he seems to have quite a following. Yes? No? Yes. Yeah. And, it, and of course, the famous, you know, there's a furry overlap in that group. There's a very dedicated astronaut <laughs> fan base, we'll mm -hmm. say. I'd say it's a difference for the style-wise for Detective Pikachu... Right. Despite being realistically rendered, Detective Pikachu stuff is really on model. Yeah, very. And carefully. just relies by the fact, yeah, these are monsters, so they're gonna look weird, mm. but just make them look realistically weird. Where Sonic's realistic design gives him like a human proportioned body, rather than his actual on model design, which was inspired by like, uh. 1910-20s cartoons. And have, have mm. people seen the uh, the older picture that they released of uh, an earlier model that they had for this movie? Yeah. yeah. Was that yeah. Uh, with, with the Chris, Chris Pratt, Pratt one? Where he looks, I mean, not great, but a yeah. lot better than, you know, Leg Day Sonic in the... <laughs> Leg Day Sonic? <laughs> I didn't make that up, sorry. Yeah, though, that... That original, the design they had for with Chris Pratt, and Chris Pratt is not in the movie. We should be emphasized. It's just being done. Apparently, it was a it was... just so they can rob us of Chris Pratt and blue jokes. Yeah. Oh God. Well, he was. You know, that was the proposed. And then there was a list of uh, potential actors to both play quote the human and the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog that was leaked. And if I'm not mistaken, Chris Pratt was on both lists. Uh, and it was also, who else? Um, uh, the Paul same Rudd, guy I think. Who, was, who ended up... Yeah, Paul Rudd. Um, did they... Also, how, was... Go ahead. No, guys, they also, in the con going back to the context real quick of 
Sonic being well behind the times. You guys are aware that Jim Carrey is playing Robotnik, right? Yep. I was not Fuck. aware of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jim Carrey is playing Robotnik. So this is a 90s movie, you're right. This is the movie they've been wanting to make. Wait, since are 96. they using Robotnik or Eggman? Uh, I think I'm they're saying sure. Eggman. That's what I've read. They are? Okay. okay. So, what's the difference between... I don't know anything about the games. What's the okay, God help me, I actually know this, so... Okay. <laughs> when Sonic was introduced as a character, basically, Japan had its whole thing, this is the origin, and they never communicated anything with uh, Sega of America and let them do their own thing. Mm-hmm. So, Sega of America wrote up their own origin and everything, actually, several of them, which came up and licensed into comics. Okay. The Japanese name was always Eggman. Okay. The Americans uh, picked Dr. Robotnik instead. Uh-huh. For some reason, we weren't content for that to just be a regionalization thing. Mm-hmm. And eventually, Sega demanded that they switch over to a consistent use of Eggman. Hmm. So that's... It's kind of like Bowser and King Koopa, then. Yeah. And kind of the explanation for that is that apparently, and I had to look this up, it has been decided <laughs> in both regions, Ivo Robotnik is his given name, Eggman is a nickname and title that stuck. Okay. Does he throw eggs at people? Is that why he's known as Mr. Eggman, or is it... No, he just looks like an egg. <laughs> and he does enjoy eggs. <laughs> okay. So he's like Eggman no, the Batman. The explanation... You see, yeah, I the explana- I would have so preferred. The explanation for it is that Eggman started out as an insult from Sonic, and Robotnik fucking owned it <laughs> and made it into his whole brand. I swear to God, that's the explanation. Mm-hmm. So, is this movie gonna have a cameo by Obama chuckling and talking about the Chaos Emeralds? <laughs> <laughs> I God, I hope so. Jim Carrey kind of disappoints me as Eggman. Well, Jim Carrey in general disappoints me, but... My ideal casting for other Eggman than fucking would have been Dra- Danny DeVito. Yeah, I was about to say, other than dragooning Danny DeVito into doing <laughs> this, I can't think of any other good replacement. Well, what was all that talk today about how they needed to get Danny DeVito for Detective Pikachu? And he should have been Pikachu, apparently? And, I mean, I agree. That, that was an internet campaign to get him to be the voice of Detective Pikachu, <laughs> oh. to which his response was, what's, what's a Pikachu? Pikachu? Oh, right, yes, I remember that, yes. <laughs> what's a Pikachu? <laughs> Oops, I dropped my DeVito, monster pe- the- uh, Pokeball for my Magnum Dong. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys heard about um, the, the girl who took a cardboard cutout of Danny DeVito to prom? Yep. No. Yeah, no, no. That's just this. Certain... She just took a cardboard cut out of Danny DeVito to prom, and post. You know, it went a little viral. So Danny DeVito made a cardboard cut out of her and took her to the bar. Yeah, guys, guys. Stupid. Danny DeVito is Eggman offering you an egg in these trying times. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's why I really hope Detective Pikachu casts. And I mentioned this before, I'm sure, casts uh, Danny DeVito as a Chansey, a Pokemon whose whole gimmick is giving people <laughs> eggs. Okay. In trying times, because its eggs have healing powers, <laughs> so it gives out eggs to people who are hurt. Okay. I didn't know there were Pokemon. So that can heal the other Pokemon? Is that is that why? Yes. Okay. All right. Neat. Why does Sonic have the 
uh, Chris Evans Dorito shape. That should <laughs> not be. Yeah, he's got, like, fur, but he's also got the pointy bits that have fur on it, which may or may not... Oh, okay, I guess that is big clumps of fur. Which, or spikes, whatever. He doesn't look very spiky, does he, this version? You have to clarify big pointy bits, because we've been talking both about the Sonic fandom and astronauts. <laughs> so people are gonna take the wrong idea. We Hold do- on, I do want to see before we go, what were some other names floated... For Sonic voice. Yeah, there was a there was a list of them that's out there. Andy Samberg, <laughs> Adam Devine, Paul Rudd, mm-hmm. Paul Rudd, is Charlie on. Day. Mm-hmm. Actually, no one too surprising, which no. kind of disappoints me. Hold on, possible casting for air quotes Tom Michael B Jordan. Hello, Rocky. Well, there you go. Except he's Ed Justin Timberlake. <laughs> I'm Justin sorry. Like this is a '90s film. Yeah. I'm sorry. In what brainstorming session do you wind up putting those two names on the same list for the same character? <laughs> Something has gone wrong. That is being said, I, I would actually go see that movie if Michael B. Jordan was voicing Sonic. I actually think that's yeah. not bad casting. Also, wait, because I, I just thought of something, and this bugs me. Why isn't Julia White just voicing Sonic? I don't know. Yeah, this is always the problem when they're like, oh, well, now we've got to the point where... I assume that's the voice actor who voiced Sonic for the most well, part, Well, famously, right? there's like, that I'm thing with, um, for Garfield. He was voiced by uh, Lorenzo Music on the cartoon, uh, who also played um, yeah. uh, the Bill Murray's uh, character in Ghostbusters yeah. on, the, on that cartoon. Yeah. 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 And then, of course, Bill Murray played and Garfield. And then Bill Murray, yeah. of course, stole Garfield from him. Right. And it's, it's, it's like, why not just get Lorenzo Music, who is the classic voice of Garfield? Why not get the original voice? And it's not like people aren't going to see it for whoever's voicing... So- unless it's like... Yeah, unless it's someone who's like a really good stand-up comic or something, and they have like a really distinctive voice, and that's... It doesn't really make sense to just... Nobody cares who the voice of Sonic is. They care about who the human they're sharing the space is with, which is why you have a human co-star for Sonic. So I mean, yeah, the Transformers the of, movies they go with the uh, with the you know yeah. what, what was his name, Colin? Yeah, yeah, the guy who did uh, I, I don't know, Optimus the Prime on the cartoon, Optimus yeah, Prime and all the original, yeah. So that's a yeah, point in their just, favor. Yeah. A point, right? <laughs> One point. But yeah, no, it's true. Yeah, like it's weird that he did that and not with, and they they generally don't when nobody cares, you know. Or if people do care, they care about hearing the original voice. That's like DreamWorks and their notor- notoriety of uh, casting like in ants and stuff, and they cast all celebrities and everything, and even if they had like two lines, and they could have just cast a, a voice actor, which ants featured Sylvester Stallone. Ties it back to Rocky. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I guess we got we're uh, tying things up here. I think that's about it for uh, destroy all clickbait this week. Uh, yep, and I'm losing my voice. I think Ing is almost dead. Uh, fuck the astronauts got him. So, uh, um, and uh, we want to say th- thanks, Adam. Yes, it's happened. I'm dead. I'm free. I'm gonna go see if that Irish divorcee is still single. (laughs)
Go get your green card yeah. back to the land of the living. Yeah, don't forget You're your pirate right. hat. She only she only fucks ghost pirates. Yeah. Uh, and on that bombshell. <laughs> Alright, let's end let that's uh, end this. Buckle in, fellow astronauts, we're going to Uranus. How Damn did we get Tommies. this long with about fucking astronauts and we only just now made an a, a Uranus joke? Anyway. I'm proud of <laughs> us for holding back that. <laughs> well, you well can, quite can. honestly, Adam, because I wanted it to come in at the end. <laughs> yes, fair enough. Oh. End on a high note. <laughs> well, a happy ending, me. if you will. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And on okay. that All note, right. All right. Drift off into the... Uh, Cosmic realms and fuck some astronauts and ghost pirates, folks. Because uh, we're done for the week. We'll see you again. Happy, have a happy holiday. I think this is probably chase your bliss. Find your big cow hunter. <laughs> find your big cow hunter and your Sonic, your weirdly muscular Sonic the Hedgehog for the first. You know, I just realized they probably did that to appeal to furries. I'm just realizing that right now. Uh, making the muscular Sonic. That's what that's about. Oh my God, it's for the furry crowd. On that disturbing note, let me run like a blue hedgehog over the horizon and get out of here. Good night, everyone. From me, from Ing, from uh, Phil, and from Yoda. We're all saying good night and putting an end to this madness. Bye, everyone. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.